time to get busy at this motherfucker. Like we always do about this time. Nigga, my city on fire. What's up, everybody? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, we talk about the city. The city. The city. The city that's on fire. We have Mr. Sir John Lee back on the podcast with us, so we talk about that. Uh, talk about his new project, talk about projects coming, talk about past projects. Uh, we have this new segment that we have coming out called Who Had the Best Bars? We drop that and a couple more things. So stay tuned. Hopefully your city's not on fire right now to today's Hashtag Blackout Podcast. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast number 117. I'm Jared. What's up, people? I'm Jay. And we are back and at it again. And uh, I'll just go ahead and introduce this man who doesn't need much of an introduction at all. You've heard him a couple of times on our show. You've heard him on our boy B-Rob's show. Uh, And we like to welcome him back fresh off the release of his newest cut, from a project that I know is going to be dropping soon. The full project was going to be dropping soon called The City. We have Sir John Lee. What's up? Man, y'all make me sound like a superstar, like uh, I already won the Grammy. And stuff. Man. Oh, man. That was a dope introduction. Uh, only in time, man. You could be there. Oh, man. Yeah, soon, hopefully. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get long as, as long as when you win that Grammy, you know, you in your speech, you just say, I would just like to say thank you to the two podcasts that had me on there. You don't even got to say our names. Like just you know, you know, it's nah, just, y'all definitely getting a shot out of the Grammy. <laughs> for sure, for sure. You know, it's just like just like in baseball when uh, or or football or basketball, you know, when somebody makes a shot or somebody hits a home run and they do that little signal to their family in the stands or something, mm-hmm. like just do that. Yeah. <laughs> that. That'll be good for us. Yeah, man. So hey man, hey, congratulations on the city. Dope new track. Um uh, you guys heard it on the intro. We're listening to it under us right now. Uh so yeah, man. You know, thanks for that. Why don't you just go ahead and talk about the city and uh, you know what what you know how the process of making it everything. All right, so the city actually is it's not on the the new project. It's just a standalone song. Oh, okay. It it, it could possibly go on another project that in the near future it fits that thing, okay. but but um that song was strictly inspired by like Ice Cube's Mean Mug <laughs> like I, I just wanted to like cause cause I don't sound like a, what the West Coast sounds like I guess I was more influenced by Midwest sound so right, right. you know I was just watching a bunch of clips from um, the riots the LA riots and I had these this um this like uh this weird organ sound that I had playing on loop, and then all I just thought of city's on fire. Like just, I'm just seeing like chaos and like go right. around and stuff. And then, you know, I remember like stories of uh, my mom tells me about 
how my pops saved Louis Burgers doing the rice and Louis Burgers favorite restaurant by my mm-hmm. house. Oh, by my old house actually, uh, where I used to live when I grew up. But um, yeah, so I was just watching a bunch of LA Riot '92 clips. I was, you know, I was just listening to "Wicked" by Ice Cube. Like I, I was just in that mood that whole week. I was, mm. yeah, like I was yeah. just. I was just feeling like that and you know the chorus came easy I think I shoot I think I had like four of the bars already written but I, it was it was something I scratched and actually I wasn't even gonna do the song I was gonna pitch it to somebody else and uh, and uh, like I sent it to my younger sister and I was like, I don't know, this this is kind of corny, maybe. Let me see what she thinks, cause she she tells me if it's corny or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Can I can I say the n word on this show? Go man, for it. She she's like, done. she's like, nigga, you ain't never made a song like this. <laughs> yeah. So so I was like, all right, but I I made that. Um, what was that last this past summer? And I had to mm-hmm. sit sit on it. Like it was like when was it? It's August, September. Yeah, and no, August or like June, and I had to sit on it for a minute, you know, because it wasn't. It's you know, uh, fall and winter was coming up. It just didn't sound right. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, with that background, but let yeah. few of my friend homies hear it. Let a few of my big homies in the music industry hear it. I got there, you know. It's like, yeah, you don't need a critique. You good. You good. You got this. Oh, wow. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was was just going to say, I mean, you can can say the N-word all you want. Like, it's playing under us right now. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah. That's dope, though. That's dope. You know, as you you explain it, that... uh, you know, everybody everybody heard your sound and heard the sound on the song, and they're like, nah, you, you good. You good. I mean, when I heard it, like... I was, I definitely, you know, I definitely felt, uh, you know, maybe, maybe the rage of those LA riots because I remember when those actually happened. I was, I was, you know, old enough to like remember, you know, at least yeah. watching that on the news. Yeah. I don't know, man. It was wild. Um, yeah. But yeah, I could hear that rage. And then it also sounded a little bit like some Kendrick stuff too. Like it sounded like your voice almost changed to Kendrick voice. Yeah. He, some of yeah. He, he definitely influenced me. Like, yeah. Whether I uh, per- whether purposely or not, like subconsciously, you know, I'm listening to him. He's the king yeah. of Compton, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. <laughs> so I know. don't know, man. I don't know if he's the king of Compton. You ever heard this dude named Soldier Boy, Big Draco? <laughs> oh man, my bad. Well, I'm sorry, Big Draco. I mean, don't come. I mean you can't have soul without yeah. Soldier Boy. So, yeah, right? nah, he got it. <laughs> Kendrick. Kendrick? <laughs> Kendrick? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, big soldier got it. My fault, my fault. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, nah, but yeah, it was it was just important for me to, you know, like make a song like that and throw my experience in there, you know, like being a you know, like mostly sheltered kid growing mm-hmm. up in a bubble and I'm goofy, so I, I just wanted to, you know, play around. It's like I, I find I find the the lyrics funny. Like a lot of people think I'm like dead serious. I'm being I'm like laughing at myself <laughs> uh, on those lyrics. A lot of those lyrics. 
And if you guys want to hear his lyrics, go to genius.com and just search up Sir John Lee, the city, and you can see him. Oh, they're on, they on Genius <laughs> already? They're on Red Genius, man. Oh, yeah. Man. Here, I'll <laughs> send it to you. I'll send it to you. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I try to get a breakdown on there. I don't know if they, if it went through yet. Y'all could check. I don't, I don't know. Check. Yeah, I sent it to you. There's a link. All right. Gotcha. Genius.com. Sir John Lee. Yeah, man. Um, let me see if they did the breakdown yet. Eh, it's not up yet. It's all okay. good. Dang, I submitted one, but we'll see. I don't got that clout yet to get it like right uh, away. <laughs> no, see, the, the song bio is, uh, is or oh, it says it's uh, unreviewed or interview. Unreviewed. I can't see what it's Yeah, it says okay. unreviewed. Uh, I'll tell you this. Um, you know, once you, once you do get the breakdown on there, it'll keep... Uh, you know, people like me from taking your words out of context and <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> understand yeah. what you're saying. So, yeah, that's cool. I love it, man. Um, yeah, I do. Too. I do as well, man. That's a great track. And like you were saying, it it the the production there, it feels like real hardcore. But then when you listen to the lyrics itself, it's like, wait a minute. He's like, he's not a tough guy, even though this feels like a tough ass beat. You know, it, it was just like that, that that contrast within it that that's that's yeah. good and it makes it stand out from from everything else so uh, thanks for dope. noticing that man thanks for noticing that sure for sure yeah this is good but since you said this wasn't going to be on the the main project what is that main project going to be looking like i remember the last time you was on the show you was, you were thinking about something um and correct me if i'm wrong i thought you said like something like kind of futuristic or maybe sci-fi type inspired yeah 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 the the this project is definitely heavy heavy sci-fi inspired mm-hmm. like um you'll you'll man i you you heard the one of the previews of the song but um like while i was working on this i got to work i got to do a um Composed music for uh, a short film one of my friends were doing, okay. and like so, a lot of the sounds that I used on there, I got to experiment with, you know, stuff that you would hear like on an Interstellar or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay, and so a lot of that crosses over to my <laughs> to my new project. It's a very uh, not as many samples on this joint. Uh, a lot of crazy melodies and chord progressions and stuff. It sounds sounds a lot more cinematic. I know I always had that <laughs> on the I had that on the last project, but this one is like more refined mm-hmm. and polished. Yeah. yeah, it definitely. I mean, He's with Wolves was actually a very good project. Loved it. Mm-hmm. All the music on there, um, and I thought that was a nice, clean. Uh, you know, nice clean album. Uh, the city, you know, sing- sounds even better. So, you know, if you're saying this is more refined, then man, uh, you're really wait. stepping your game up. So, yeah. I can't wait as well. Yeah, man, I, uh, I took a lot more time on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what is your what's your biggest like? I mean, maybe this you know relates to this coming project. Maybe not. Uh, but overall, you know, sci-fi wise, because you're saying that you know it has a lot of sci-fi ties to it. Like, what's What's some of your biggest like influences sci-fi wise? Are you like a Star Wars man? Are you a or you a superhero guy? Uh, I mean, I, we know you love the wrestling. Yeah, I'm, um, actually, it's it's not really Star Wars. It's more like 
uh, Twilight Zone, but not mm. not not that more Black Mirror though. Black. I was watching a lot of Black Mirror while I was doing this, and I watched uh, her. Uh, uh, the endless, the the what is that called? The movie with Jim Carrey, the endless, the endless sun. Ah, it all oh, is the eternal spot. The eternal yeah. sunshine of the spotless mind. Yeah, that's a tongue twister for me. I can't, I can't get it out on the spot. I have to write it down. You have to type that. Yeah, but yeah it's a lot of some good stuff, then. Yeah. Um, what's, what's the other one? The uh, Space Odyssey, Odyssey, Space Odyssey, oh, yeah, 2001. Yeah. Yeah. That was, a, that was a masterpiece right there. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's just a lot of those more, I wouldn't say underground, but more uh, snobby sci fi films, mm-hmm. not the blockbuster joints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. That's, that's cool. That's cool. Those are all some good movies there. Yeah. That makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes sense. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. Um, every time I hear this, every time I hear this lyric from the city, I start to laugh. Um, so uh, here we go. Uh, Where's it right here? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a chronic asthmatic nigga. I'm just trying to breathe. I've never been shot, but I know how poverty feels. So that's the end. It sounds like it sound, uh, the line before, but it says, uh, or I guess that's connected to the next line. So I eat my pain away. I can skip a few meals. So I'm gonna do me. I give a fuck how you feel, because if the city don't kill me, then obesity will. Man, you know, obviously obesity is not a funny subject, but every time I hear the, the end of that verse, I just start cracking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's, it's it's like like the the best comedians they like I watch a lot of comedians interviews and they said like you have to throw in the truth with the joke like because right, like a lot of times in the hood like everybody thinks Compton is just gangbang central but majority mm-hmm. of people is just trying to you know provide for their family mm-hmm. and you know we don't have a lot of like growing up in that sector we don't have a lot of resources to luxury and stuff like that so we're eating high fat foods and right. stuff like that yeah. like in statistically like i'm just saying that i have i i have a larger chance of dying from eating the wrong foods than getting shot by little johnny on the other mm-hmm. street although that's yeah. a reality as well right, but yeah but Louis Burger gonna kill me before he do. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so like I'm just it's just the irony in that thing, like like people think perceive all hoods in a certain way, because all you see on the news mm-hmm. is oh there's the shooting, oh so many people died here in Chicago, Compton and you know, all the you know, neighborhoods and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. the reality is <laughs> poverty's gonna kill us, not not that like these are yeah. even the even the hood game banging dudes they're like cool people like they're not trying to you know hurt people unless they provoke like that a lot of the game bangers i knew grew up they was the nicest people but they were some killers though. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's the craziest thing man it's, it's the craziest thing um yeah i Knowing some, uh, we'll say family members, and uh, and even some friends, you know, yeah, like it depends on the mood they're in, depends on the mode they're in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you know how they are, and yeah, that's interesting. You know, like you say that about obesity compared to little Johnny around the corner, but yeah, man, like it, it's 
it's real true though. It's real yeah. true. And if you look at the numbers, numbers don't lie. You know, statistics yeah. don't lie. Well, statistics yeah. may lie. Statistics <laughs> may lie, but those don't, don't lie. Yeah, those don't lie. <laughs> those don't lie. Oh man. So so with the city and with your new project, I mean, other than your normal team of you know rappers, uh, you know that that are uh, you know also wolves. Uh, did you have anybody else uh, that worked with you? Uh, from he to the wolves on these new projects? Uh shoot, actually no. <laughs> no. It's it's a lot more isolated. This one I, I barely have any um any collaborations. This one, if they are collaborating, they're in like doing background vocals. Hmm. So uh it's gonna it's way different than the last one. So uh, let me see. D D Rock, D Rock the Menace. He's doing some background vocals. Okay. Uh, that's about it. Oh, and Ronnie, Ronnie, I, I need to get those vocals from there. <laughs> okay. Gotta get those vocals. In. Okay. So when can that's we cool. expect that that project? Um, I I'm gonna start putting things out in April. Okay. So like you'll see the like. If everything goes right, you'll see the first video, and um, yeah, then we're gonna go from there. Okay, we're gonna awesome. go from there. Can't I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. <laughs> no man, take your time. We, we want it now. Do <laughs> it now. Let's get. <laughs> uh, that's send cool, the man. send the files through live wire. Right, exactly. <laughs> everything gonna be soldier boy. Start. <laughs> Don't even start with that lime wire stuff, man. I go all the way back to Napster on you. <laughs> Downloading it. No. Um, I was gonna say, um, yeah, so so the so how is the process how was the process of making the city different from He Eats with Wolves and and all your other stuff in the past? And then also different from the next the next thing that's coming. Um I, I say the city is closer to the process of he eats with wolves mm-hmm. because he eats with wolves is is it's good but like in my opinion I feel like I didn't take enough time on it I just kind of alright this is how I'm feeling right now and I'm gonna say this mm-hmm. oh these okay, okay. this, this I like this sample. Like it was a very free process. It wasn't any. It wasn't a lot of thought outside of you know when I, outside of after I finished recording and, and start putting the project together. Like before that, it was just a very free process. I I wasn't like um, worrying about uh, a lot of things that I'm worried about now. Like like the uh, the uh, the rollout and stuff like that. I was just. This is recording every day, mm-hmm. making beats every day, and uh, you know, I was I was kind of in a I feel like I was in a rush, but like I was in yeah, a rush. right, right. Um, with the city, the city's kind of closer to that, but it was still very. I took my time with it, even after I recorded. I went back and recorded it. I didn't like let up until I felt like it was right for me, uh, like. Um, and I say intention too. Like uh, my, mm-hmm. I have intentions with the next project. 
like I'm I'm more uh, cerebral with the process. It's more it's more like I have I have like short stories written to every song. Like it's very mm-hmm. detailed. It's very uh, episodic, almost like it's like I'm every song is an episode of like Black Mirror or something. Mm-hmm. It's very there's there's nothing on that project that isn't intentional. Uh, yeah. So kind of like wow. a, it's like one of those cool. kind of conceptual albums. Conceptual. Yeah. Type yeah. It's yeah I, I love I love those type of albums. So, nice. Yeah, very good. Very that. good. Yeah. Very cool. Same here. Um, glad that it would be like a more thought out. Sounds like you know you're you, you're, as you're saying you know it sounds like you know you've you're sort of planning and picking and choosing where what goes and putting the puzzle pieces together the right way so yeah have you have you seen that meme uh from uh what is that show uh it's always sunny in philadelphia where the guy has the conspiracy theory uh, uh like put all the uh the he has like thumbnails with the strings attached to mm, each yeah. picture i think yeah, i that, saw that yeah uh-huh. yeah that's that's uh-huh. the process for this one like I got a, <laughs> okay. I got a, I got mood boards, I got whiteboards, I got white stuff down <laughs> nice. everywhere. Nice. <laughs> it's a, it's a mess in the studio. <laughs> I love it. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay because you know when you get to the end of the string, that's when you find the killer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's when you find out. Exactly. It. We'll find out one day. That's funny. Um, that's dope. That's cool. Wow. Well, let's see here. Well. Um, how about we do this? Uh, uh, if there's nothing else, we want to talk about the city, uh, or we can get back to the city. But we have a new segment uh, that we told Sir John Lee about first before anybody. He got the exclusive. Exclusive. Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, this this uh, segment is called "Who Had the Best Bars," right? Who had the best bars? It's a question, not a statement, even though it sounded like a statement when I just said it. So what we do is uh, we take a song uh, with multiple artists. This situation, we'll do three or more. Uh, and and uh, what we do is each of us pick one of the artists on the song, either the featured artist or the main artist who wrote the song. And we pick a side and we pick who had the best bars. And, you know, we talk about the song. We'll be playing it under us. Um, uh, and yeah, basically, basically how it works, uh, you know, on top of us talking about who had the best bars, we don't really reference much of their other stuff that they've done. We're just talking mainly about this one song, because you could say one person was better than the other person in this other thing that they did, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about this, this shit right here. Okay, dog. Right Right here. Right Right here. Right here. This shit right here, dog. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Today's song, uh, we went back to 2012. Good year. And pulled. Hey, oh, it was a great year. Great year. And we pulled some childish Gambino, childish Gambino from the royalty uh, mixtape song called "Unnecessary," featuring Schoolboy Q and Ab Soul. Ooh. So, Sir John Lee, who did you pick out I of this pick- trio? I'm a huge Gambino fan, but Mm -hmm. like after hearing it a couple of times, I was like, ah, Ab Soul just got got him on this one. Okay, okay, got Ab Soul, and that and and that's not nothing to be ashamed of. Ab Soul is an elite lyricist, so yes, yes, it's 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 hard to not geek got 
by him. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, so Jay, so he had Absol. So you had. I picked Schoolboy Q. Okay. Yeah. And so that left me with Mr. Childish Gambino. So I don't know how we're gonna do this. I don't know if we could play a little snippet of uh, each person's song. We are trying to play it under us right now, so maybe you hear. But uh, yeah, if we could play a little snippet of of each person's, you know, uh, uh, verse in here. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that, and then we'll talk about it. So we'll do that right now. Who the fuck am Pino? This nigga on your people. My hotel cost a kilo. I'm banking like a free throw. Fuck y'all, we 18. Y'all plan B like Walgreens. Cop that shit and paint it black. Niggas want they summer back. Ha ha. No way. You blow. They said don't buy the belt and I got it. They said don't get the rolling and I bought it. Uh. Nigga, I'm ballin'. My fucking mixtape and get you through college. Getting them dollars. Showing my pearly white teeth. I'm a nigga that's flawless. Came a long way from dumping out in violence. Same gun and Different ski masks from coppers, all of this copper. Knock, knock, who could it be? Niggas know I got it on lock. Yak, yak. Black lip bastard, actual natural disaster. I did a song about DMT, Soldier Boy did one right after. Three eyes, these guys ain't seeing me. No radio showed up over BOB. GOD, MC, I'm the devil with angel wings. Pilot talk, currency, Solo. stole the show. Burglary, Solo. I love that flow, but I got more. Solo. Open condoms and condos. And Open now with the magic of editing, we're back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here we go. So man, man. So 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 the way this the way this song played out was Childish Gambino started the song. Uh, you know, Schoolboy Q had the second verse. Av Soul had the last and final verse. So man, hey, uh, you know, before y'all go ahead and you know try to go in on me, I'll have to say, I think Childish Gambino had the best bars. Why? Because he started the song with power. You listen to the song. You know, you get a little bit hype from the from the intro, you know, music, you know, as it's starting to play play himself in. But then he starts the song said, who the fuck Gambino? This nigga on your TiVo? What? Come on, y'all. His hotel cost a kilo. He banking like a free throw. Y'all can't even beat this. Come on, y'all. Come on. What y'all talking about? That's on, y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> that, that's, that's all right. That's 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 cool. But who had the most unnecessary bars in this song <laughs> called schoolboy <laughs> q everything he's everything he spit in this verse was so unnecessary <laughs> they said don't buy the belt and i got it they say you don't get the rollie and i bought it he didn't have to buy that rollie that was unnecessary man come on now okay. show my pearly white teeth I'm a nigga that's flawless, came a long way from dumping out Impala, same gun and pants, different ski masks from, from coppers. Come on, man. That's bars. That's, that's unnecessary. That's bars. You can't have to say that. That's bars. That's bars. Well, certainly. But, but, uh, but Abso, first, first, he bigs up Soldier Boy. So you get oh, you yeah. get mad he get, points he get for props. that. He gets props. True. Yeah. And that's true. He, then he's talking about outer worldly things. He's talking about the most unnecessary stuff. Like he's talking about, he's talking about, you know, like superstitious stuff that none of us have ever seen. Like he's talking about third eyes and mm-hmm. God and MC, natural disasters, all that stuff. Like, and then, and then on top of that, his pattern in his pocket he just wraps circles around everybody else on the song. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but like mm. everybody else's flow is like 
it was good, but it was like kind of AB. This dude was switching in and out of different flows and stuff. And I was like, oh, nah, just off of the patterns and the way he delivered his bars, like, I got to give it to him. And then he was talking about the most unnecessary. Like, you can't buy the stuff he was talking about. You could actually buy, you could, you could earn enough money to buy the stuff Gambino and Schoolboy was talking about. But Ab, he went otherworldly with it. He just snapped. He spazzed on everything. Gotcha. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know they, see, I'm going to have to say this. I think they did Absol a favor. Um, Here's his lyrics. I, I think they did absolute a favor by, uh, you know, changing the beat on everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like the other, the other dudes had to rap on the first beat. Absol okay. got his own True. beat. True. That was totally unnecessary to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to say that was, <laughs> that was jacked up. I mean, no. and he went last. Like usually like just some like insider raps, rapper stuff. Like when you're mm-hmm. doing a collab and you're in the studio the order that you hear the the rappers go isn't necessarily the order of the you know how they recorded it you know so a lot of times they say you want to start strong and then you want to end strong and like a lot of times the rapidly rap dudes they care about going last because they they want to kill it so usually the lad that's for the like super purest rapidly rap but if you're smart you go first though you like you should go first because the radio, like especially if it's a radio, yeah. so <laughs> you get your verse cut. But so, yeah. like, but on some rapidy rap stuff, mm-hmm. the last guy is usually the one that everybody agreed. Ah, yeah, you got us. Like we usually competing for the last verse, uh-huh. like okay. on some rapidy rap stuff. Like that's just some rap stuff. <laughs> so I'm trying to ask you this. Then I'm trying to ask you this. So, so is it more important? To start the song hard, or 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 uh, or end the song memorably. Maybe that that maybe that's not what I was gonna say because that no, that's that's too, good. It, it maybe de- that's too leading, but no, it, it it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're if you're doing a song with Drake, you want to go first, mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay, okay, because he's gonna dominate the hook. He's gonna have the catchiest thing. So like. Drake, that's why Drake always goes first, like in any song. Like, I mean, he doesn't need to anymore because uh-huh. they're gonna play his verse regardless. But, like, you you always want to go first. Like, if you're a rapper, go first. It doesn't matter if you have the best or the worst. Just go first, because nine times out of ten. But then again, that could break the song too if you suck, because <laughs> that's yeah. an automatic skip. Automatic that's true. True, very true. That's true, but, but maybe if it's a if it's a hit song, if you got Drake on the hook and you got a verse from Drake, go first. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. I guess, I guess you're right. I don't know. I'm trying to think of so. You know what? A song that I remember Drake didn't go first though. Maybe he was second. It was the uh, blessings. Big Sean. Oh, with Big, Sean. Big Sean, then Drake, then Kanye. But still, mm-hmm. I mean, on that one. I would have picked Big Sean and Drake before Kanye, the way it played out. So yeah. anyway. If it's pop rap, go first. If it's rapidy rap, you want the last spot. Yeah, yeah, I understand that, I understand. So, okay, 
So that's what I was trying to ask. I was trying to ask. I was trying to ask, you know, what was the most necessary? The beginning of the song or the end of the song? Because we know the middle of the song. No, no. Q. No. What necessary? <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why it was necessary. You're talking uh-huh. about the beginning of the song having to start off strong and the end having to end strong. But the middle is the glue that ties them together. So that's necessary. Right. That's very that's necessary. necessary. You're right. <laughs> You know, uh, so we I guess gotta females keep... need that glue for them fake nails. Hey, 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 so I guess hey, hey. it's very hey, necessary. But, but my guy Ab, he he came in there and he ate like he. I don't know, man. <laughs> like I mean, that's a, that's the man. That he's like one of the most slept on MCs. Like he be really yeah. out rapping everybody. Yeah, yeah no I think that's either. true. I think that's true. I I think he is very slept on. Um and uh yeah. I think uh, uh you know I think his 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 uh, his verse in the song it was it was it was good. You know, it was fine. It's fine. Uh you know, <laughs> come on. Not, not as good as I mean not as not good as, as good verse as two. Verse. Not as good as that schoolboy Q verse. <laughs> not as good as that first I mean that childish Gambino verse, I mean that could have been that could have been thrown out. So could have just been like schoolboy Q and Ab so and back to Q. But you know. It's I'm gonna just, tell you. It was, it was just on Childish Gambino project. Uh-huh. I'm gonna tell y'all why this was so <laughs> necessary for Childish Gambino to be the best one on here. Because this is back when not as many people knew Childish Gambino as they knew Schoolboy Q and and uh, Absol. So yeah. he got them to come on his song. Yeah. Yeah. Got them to show up on his song. <laughs> I'm probably so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this this is com- like before uh, because the internet. No, man. Anyway, he got so much better, man. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I'm gonna say, man, how are you gonna reference Felis, Heaters, and Wiz Khalifa within the same bar? Nobody else. But Childish Gambino. No. Come on. He said. No, but he said, God MC, I'm the devil with angel wings. Pilot talk, currency, stole the show, burglary. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Open bottles of Moet, white with white girls in Eugene. Like, come on. Yeah. (laughs) Used to call these hoes on three-way and take them to the movies. I remember that, too. Just pop pop the Molly with Molly. She do shrooms every blue moon. Uh, these aren't even the best bars. Like he, he's like, and then I'm not even delivering it the way he did it. Like his, his just delivery alone for me. Like he, he, he murdered. Man, she don't need speech. She ain't giving throat. But he just said that she driving, she driving stick in the driveway. I don't know. I don't know. It's still unnecessary. Either way, everything is unnecessary. Everything is unnecessary. Can, can I suggest a song for the next one? What next is one? it? Um, it's it's a song with with a black hippie. It's Kendrick, J Rock, Schoolboy, and Absol. Uh, shoot. Let me let me look at it right now. Let me pull it up. You guys. What, what, what song did you remember? Uh, ah, shoot, what song was that? What was it called? I don't remember the name of it. Let's see here. Oh, it was U O E No. U O E N O. U O E N O. U O E N O. Is that the one with the video? Say what's up. 
Or say what's up. Not say what's up. I think it's you. No, zip that, chop that. Okay, I got that. Uh, yeah, wouldn't it? That one, yeah. Zip that, chop that. <laughs> okay. I'm down. I'm down for that. Zip that, chop that. So what we probably gonna have to do is we probably gonna have to get probably gonna have to get your take on that song. Um, and we'll have to play that for the show. So. I'm down with that. Thanks, yeah. I haven't heard that song, but but you know what? If I hear it, I'll probably say I heard that before. So either way, that's dope. That's dope. So, I mean, if nobody else has anything to put in, I say we put it to the people who are listening. The listeners out there, after you heard this unnecessary song, you may have even gone, uh, uh, you know, after you looked at Schoolboy, or sorry, after you look at Sir John Lee's lyrics on Genius.com, you know, went to find... The unnecessary song and all its lyrics and list to the song also on genius.com or on YouTube. Um, and yeah, after you heard our, uh, you know, our arguments, who was the most necessary on this track? Who was the best? Who had the best bars? The glue Let us know in, the in the middle. <laughs> the glue in the middle, the beginner or the finisher? The one that you all fight for. Who had the best finisher? Bars? We it's like, it's like you got the two outer breads, but outer pieces of bread, but the peanut butter and jelly in the inside is what holds it together. That matters uh, a lot too. That matters. My nigga, my nigga, you never had a wish sandwich though, dog. I had a wish sandwich. I had a mayonnaise sandwich. Oh, syrup sandwiches. <laughs> them wish sandwiches. Know about them, them tomato sandwiches though. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. You got to toast the bread, though, so it won't be too soggy. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Man, that's dope. All right. Hey, Sir John Lee, thanks for the recommendation for the next one. Uh, thanks no for your feedback on this one. Uh, you know what, people? Um, you know where you can you know where you can leave that leave that message, leave your thoughts. Uh, but I don't remember how to recite it. So, Jay, why don't you tell the people <laughs> where they can All find it? Right. You find us 3853-BLAKPC, 3853252572. Call us. Let us know what your favorite verse was. And, uh, yeah, give us your thoughts on whatever. So Yes. Yes, indeed. So what's that next segment, Jay? Next segment. What we got? I got a little something I developed just today. So it's brand new to everybody. It's called What's Really Going On in These Streets? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I got three three different topics that that popped up in my head today that that I really want to get Sir John Lee's take on, since he is a the resident MC on this show. Uh oh. First we off, got. we go we gonna start with the the Compton, Compton City native, the game, mm. and how he's uh, you know he's throwing around some some names in a, a new song that that came out uh. Specifically, Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Budden, and, and Sin Santana. Man, uh, well, have have you heard a, a snippet of this song, Sir John Lee? Yeah, I, I heard. I heard snippets. I've heard. How, how do you feel about this? What What is your take on on the game? Is he he just uh how the young kids say today clout chasing? I, or is I that just game? I can't say that. He's always done that. That's, yeah. You know that's his thing. That's his mo. It, like I know, if it, if it was me, 
being talked about and he said I would be very upset but since I'm not you know I could <laughs> you know I could kind of look at it objectively and you know it's hip hop it happens uh, you usually want to stay out of you know family stuff like like but for some reason you know that's how culture is and especially in hip hop we view stuff like that as trophies as mm. prizes for our egos so you know that's mm-hmm. something that rappers just brag about I don't do it personally myself that's not my route uh, but it's hip hop it's entertainment freedom of speech he can say what he wants mm-hmm. and also if Joe Budden decides to come back at him if Kanye decides to come back at him it's, it's open season like it's free yeah. range you know it's yeah, hip hop you brought it on yourself huh yeah, and, I, and I think he did it in a very I think he, there's no polite way to do it but <laughs> I, he, he did say I owe Kanye apology because that's my family but it's like come on <laughs> yeah because that line was totally unnecessary yeah that was very like <laughs> like I kind of cringed when I heard it I was like Ugh, that's game though that's yeah. and what do you say about Budden Joe Budden uh, I had sin button me like I don't yeah, know uh, <laughs> I had sin on unbutton my uh, unbutton my shirt or something like that. Uh, ah, crap! I don't I don't have the lyrics in front of me, but uh, yeah. Um, I, I need to I need to hear the full song. But yeah, go ahead. Let's see go here. Back. But anyway, yeah, man. But as far as like the the uh, Kim Kardashian thing, man, that was that was, that was ooh, I don't know how uh, how Kanye feel about that, man. I mean, I'm, you seen the way how you react with Drake for liking a picture, so I yeah. Mean. I mean, you got a <laughs> lot of people like talking about Kim. I mean, that could kind of hurt your ego. You, you hear your, yeah. your wife's name and everybody's exactly. rhymes, and whew, wow. Yeah, that's tough, this. I'm gonna say though. This I'm gonna say though, man. Like at this point, at this point, is it just? Played out for somebody to talk about Kim Kardashian uh, or smashing her. I mean, maybe maybe this is something that he already knows. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure after, I'm sure maybe before or after Ray J's thing came out, you know, <laughs> pause. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kanye was like, "Hey, hey, Kim, all right, just lay so down everybody you, on the I, table." I, I know you smashed that little nigga, nigga Ray J. So who else? Who else was there? Tell me everybody, so I won't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure Kanye knew her rep, like, you know, I don't think he cared. I, I mean, he does care, but I think he knew, but, you know, it's just, it's just very disrespectful, but, you know, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, we didn't hear the full song, because all I heard was a snipe, and maybe the context is, like, on some uh, Biggie uh, Dreams FNRB chick where he just says I'm just playing in the hook or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Even then, yeah. it's still kind of, like, I see a lot of people, a lot of rappers chiming in, too, like, saying it's corny and stuff like that. Uh, it, I don't know. It's just a weird thing, because Game always does that. Like, that's just what he does. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, does, he right. name drops. Yeah. He doesn't funny. need to. But. He doesn't need to. He just does, right? Uh, it's funny, though. Apparently, I guess he was on the Wendy Williams show back in 2016. And uh, they asked him about his relationship with Kim Kardashian. 
And he said, I'll tell you this, Kanye is a really good friend of mine and he's got really beautiful kids and I don't want to disrespect their family. So he went from that to this. Wow. Three years yeah, later. I mean, I mean, it could be the MAGA hat thing or something. Like yeah. He's like, man, F it, this nigga tripping. Kanye, I'm just, Kanye tripping. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say whatever. I don't know. You're right. You're right. But Kanye, he got he to gotta say something about that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you're talking he about knows, my wife now. If you... If you tripping off of somebody liking your pictures and subliminals that may or may not allude to something then you, you gotta kinda unless and you know what he they are friends so game could have hit him up and told him like yo I'm saying this line about this so what do you think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we don't That'd know interesting we don't know yeah. wow I know All Joe right. Budden wasn't feeling it no you <laughs> yeah, no, wasn't let's see here I, I was trying to figure out what what uh, you guys were alluding to earlier about Joe Budden's wife um, or fiance, whatever. Because uh, I thought I saw it, but I guess I'm wrong. Did he say he discovered her? No, 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 no. no, no. He did. Oh no, he, he discusses his previous sexual activity with his fiance. And then he then he threatened to put out a tape or something like and that. Then I don't know. Wow. Well. I mean, just put out the tape. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you are. <laughs> I'm sure you are. All right, on, on to the next one. All right, so I do, who we've talked about quite a bit on this show, mm-hmm. Twenty One Savage. Ooh. Who knew he was British? <laughs> nah. Come on. What's going on, man? Man, Twitter. I love Twitter because man, it's going down on Twitter. Wow! But I mean, he I just... he. Go ahead. No, I'm listening. Go ahead. My bad. No, nah, um, he he moved out here when he was 13. I, I'm hearing like he was fairly young, and like you can't really take his credibility away. Pac moved out this way, like to Oakland, when he was like True. 17, yeah. 18. So. You know, it's the jokes is funny though, but it sucks. <laughs> it, it, it does. I, I, I used to try to throw shade at him too. Like that was crazy. I, wow, that just totally caught me by surprise. I always thought he was from Atlanta. I'm sure 99 percent of the people thought he was from Atlanta, but surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe it. I thought it was like some clickbait stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, this ain't right? true. And then I saw a CNN report. I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Cause I saw TMZ first, and then I saw like Shade Room. I was like, I don't really mm-hmm. pay attention to them, you know. Then CNN threw it up. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, how about this for names? Twenty One Wanker, oh, Savage man, Spice, on, Savage Lad, Twenty One Pounds, <laughs> Savage oh, Chap, Twenty One Crumpets. Come on, man. <laughs> Yo, the 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 coldest part though is they dug up an interview with his mom and she has a the accent. Yeah, yeah, I was just seeing what? that. Wow, wow, that would <laughs> be funny. that. That's funny, you know. And like, what can you say? Like, you know, Savage gonna have to come out and say something. He'll he'll have to. Have to yeah. say something. Have to. I mean, that doesn't make him any less Atlanta to me though, in my eyes. Yeah. He, was a, he was a kid when he came out here. So. Yeah. And that's those say that at that age on up, that's that's pretty much a 
you're gonna absorb everything in that city so yeah i can see that but some jokes go fly though (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) jokes go fly yes i I just hope uh he gets out safely though i don't know like how they i don't know how ice operates it's it's weird like would they deport him or no or like because i always hear news of how like kids end up like dead or something or like they they put kids in cages and all that weird stuff so like oh mm-hmm. you know just the history of police and mm-hmm. black yeah. people and people in color yeah. in general i just hope they yeah. ain't doing nothing shady to him over there i hope he's like you know safe yeah but yeah, these jokes that. still gonna fly though yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm uh i'm uh I'm, I'm waiting for him to come out with um what, what was the name of that song? What was the name of that album that he did? It's a was it? It's a what? It's a night. It's, it's no. It's a. It's a. It's just. It's a. Thing. Oh, just it's yeah. a. Yeah. So so, I don't know. I don't know if you guys uh, you know know much um, British slang other than you know other than the normal stuff. But in it is one of those one of those slang oh, slang terms. Like <laughs> so, I'm waiting for somebody to come out with a cover. It says in it. <laughs> Oh, man. In front of the Issa. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. That, that'd that be funny. Wow. That, that would be fun. All now, right. I need to hear 21 Savage rap in a British accent. I, I'm, he might not even have it. Yeah, he may not have it anymore, but if you hang around, if you hang around enough British people enough, you'll get a little yeah, bit. It'll stuff. start coming back. I want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. How, how does that work? Because I know, like, accents change if you're around a certain environment. <clears throat> for a long time yeah I mean I, I could tell you for for instance my mother I mean being from Louisiana of course southern Louisiana there's a lot of people with real strong accents but then my mom worked in a I guess quote unquote professional environment mm-hmm. so she yeah. was able I, I could hear her turn it on and off whenever yeah. she you know had to True. so she could uh, go from a real uh, like proper and in corporate type voice to being with the family and then you could just hear the accent come right out of her. So I, I don't know how it works. I don't know if it works if if it's in me to where I could do it, but some mm-hmm. people say I could do it too. They could hear it in my voice whenever I speak at work versus when I go back home. I could yeah you know, it just comes out of me. So uh-huh. I mean I I could definitely hear it on UJ when you have gone to visit your family uh for a few days. I could definitely hear it. And I mean, I know me for sure, like going back to Texas and coming back here or even when I was a kid and we used to go visit your house and Mm -hmm. I'd be around, you know, your family, uh, you know, I mean, your mom and dad and brother or like our grandparents out there, our cousins out there. And yeah, I would definitely start dropping that slang. Uh, be calling people Shad and all this stuff, some crazy Louisiana stuff. But then I come back, you know, with a little bit of accent for like two or three days, and then it would disappear. So I don't know, man. That's interesting. So I wonder if you know how he talks when he's around his mom. Like, hey, mom, give me the fish and chips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that would be. Like, that no, would be. Why do you want it? Just why, a- why are you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> just imagine watching some Monty Python like if he come over with some Monty Python axes or something that's funny <laughs> that it's oh gonna happen God. it's gonna happen oh yeah, man because when the news first broke I was like oh so he's like a like everything's fake or something like this is just like his gimmick this mm-hmm. wrestling stuff 
Like, mm-hmm. and then more news broke. I was like, oh, okay, I understand it. But at first, I was like, oh my God, what? Nothing's real. Like, everything is wrestling. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just as good. It's really oh my god. This is true. All right. Wow. Alright, alright. Last one. Last one. And uh, you know, this this kinda I'ma say this kinda ties into some of those lyrics on the city by you, Sir John Lee. And I'm gonna read a couple I'm gonna read a couple of these bars and then I'm gonna go into this last story. So uh you said in verse one, I ain't no fucking tough guy. I never been in a fight. I never carried a pistol. I never handled a knife. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I'm a square. I'm legit. I don't know. I was sheltered. I don't know this street shit. So this story, Mr. Takashi 69 seems like, well, I guess we all kind of knew he was fake, <laughs> but he's a, he turned into a snitch. If you want to call mm-hmm. it that, my man is a—he's uh, facing forty Same. minimum forty-seven years to oh life. Oh my god! What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He better snitch. That. He got to yeah. snitch. He ain't got no choice this way because I know he's not really like that so guy. He, he's not the tough guy. <laughs> he's not the tough guy that he said he was. I'm not that nigga. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So, so, so what, what we think of this, man? I have a question. Like, so I, because I know when the feds get a hold of you, it's pretty much a wrap. So, like, mm-hmm. it's over. What's the deal at this point? Like, dang, forty something years. Like, so what would what would it realistically like? Just looking at other cases or something, other examples. Like, what would be like the deal for him? If he snitches, see here. what are, are all of his counts that he that he pleaded guilty to? Are they all uh, like sexual? No, this like, is a. So he has quite a few things going for him. So I think he already snitched on, I guess, some people in his gang in the nine mm-hmm. tray gang that uh, tried to to murder uh, Chief Keith. Oh, okay, but he also has. Some uh, some charges with uh, violent drug trafficking. Let's see. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Oh, so he was that guy. <laughs> so are sort of uh, the people in his his entourage? So uh, it seems like he was paying the people in his entourage to to handle like other things outside. So mm-hmm. I know the drug trafficking. Uh, I don't know if that that uh, what is it the sexual not sexual assault. What what was it that he. Oh, As like some sort of some, something with the minor or something. I yeah. remember that one. I, I, I don't with, know bad, that... with bad baby. No, wait, what, what? No. <laughs> Didn't they say he messed around with bad baby too? I don't know about that one. Oh, That's new to me. So, okay. So okay. racketeering. He pleaded guilty to racketeering, Ooh. conspiracy, and eight other charges for which he could face a minimum of 47 years in prison and a maximum sentence of life imprisonment. Oh my! Hey, that's that's that's. I mean, what can he do at this point? Because if he if he snitches, like I'm sure they got him in some type of protective custody. But yeah, yeah. like if he gets out, he gonna have to change his identity. I don't know yeah. the the how deep the Treyway stuff is. I don't know like yeah. if they got if they have funding like that to move like mob like mobs. 
bosses and stuff and mm-hmm. like cartel stuff and West West Coast gangs. But I know like he gonna have, he might have to change his identity or something. Like I don't know. Nah, you, you, damn much you could so, change with that '69 tatted on your face. So, you yeah, get that burnt off. From what I from what I read, he he's already like spent like a grip just getting his his mom like protection. Mm-hmm. So I think he's already like dropped some some names and stuff oh, on yeah. other on other cases. Yeah. Um, but according to this, he says um, he's helped other gang members rob people at gunpoint. In one case, he said, I helped members of the nine trade attempt to kill a rival gang member. I did this mm-hmm. to maintain or increase my own standing in nine trade. So it's like he kind of, what's the word? Uh, he didn't really like go through that whole initiation, getting jumped in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or whatever whatever that is with their gang to, to be uh, included in it. But yeah, it just it just seems like He's the rapper, the one rapper that that paid uh, that particular game to kind of be on his side and kind of have that, mm. kind of get that clout around him. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what you call kind of like faking, faking the funk, man. Way back in the day, faking the funk. So it caught up with him. Now he's gonna be doing some time. Ain't nothing he can really do about it. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, even if he get out, his life is never gonna. I don't know if this will be a career ender in this type of climate. Is it seems like people don't care too much, but that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. That might yeah, be, yeah. his career might be over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm gonna say yeah, his career definitely is over uh, because you know if he's facing 47 to life. Man, mm-hmm. boy, he gonna come out like like we gonna come out like he may be sixty nine or, or, or older by that time. <laughs> no, yeah, I saw I saw a meme like that, like where they added up the year, his age wow. and the years that he'll get, and he'll be sixty nine. That's just really there you so, go. Yeah, because he's twenty two right now. So what with See? the with the time drop time drop down if he snitch or y'all already said he, Man, he told so. so. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the deal that he has in place, but. I mean, how is that for turnabout is fair play? Like you, you have, uh, you know, your your name is Takashi Six Nine. You got sixty nine tatted on your face, and if you get these forty seven years, it's gonna be sixty nine when you get out. Jeez, but, he really he really manifested that, right? Right, <laughs> right exactly. Hmm. But I'm gonna say this, you know, for the amount of snitching that he did, he may not make too many years in prison. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I don't think so. Depending, you know, depending on, uh, you know, if uh, he if he uh, makes anybody mad that he was uh, previously friends with, uh, you know, while while being locked up in said penitentiary. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know how long he's going to last. We may, you know, we, we may be hearing that hearing that mm-hmm. news about him fairly soon. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Hey, that's oh. us. Oh. OK, so it's, it says he already struck the plea deal. Okay. With uh, which he cooperated with feds, uh, and admitted he paid someone to shoot a rival rapper, Chief Keith, mm-hmm. uh, just to scare him. But oh, okay. come on, dude! Wow. Yeah, I mean it's. Dang, that's crazy, man! Like, <clears throat> that's. I, I I don't know about that, man. And, <laughs> Sir John, and Sir John Lee out here scared of getting getting killed by Louis Burgers, man. You gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, like if you're not pretending or trying to partake in that type of activity, you know, the, like you, what you need to worry about, you know. But uh, that's he got it. He knew what he was. He know what he's doing. He, he, he got it. Dang, that's yeah. wild. Dang, I just got a phone alert. Alert that Takashi Six Nine tells feds everything. Oh boy! There you go. There Dang, you go. six so minutes. He must have. He must have found a way to strike a deal to where he has way less time than the forty-seven years, and you know he's gonna maybe get out a lot sooner. I don't know. So what's the lowest like? What is, what is, I don't know. Ten years, I five know. years. See, the, this is this is the problem that he has. I don't I don't know what the lowest for each count is, but there are nine counts, and apparently, you know, all of them or some of them are different from others. So you know, they all carry like a a a a, a specific minimum sentence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that 47 years is all nine combined minimum sentences. Uh, you know, before he decided to strike some kind of deal. Um, I don't know. Hey, that's cr- that's the like quickest rap career I've ever seen. Like ever. Wow. Oh yeah, because I never really listened to any of his, any of his music. Like I just never, you know, caught on. Like so, does he have albums or? Escatate in him. In no, that's that's the other. That's that other dude. That's the other guy. That's that we uh, don't know his name. I forgot. <laughs> don't uh, worry about it. He, he yeah. Uh, but no, I think I mean he just does like a, a lot of yelling in his songs. I don't know. It's, it's really he had that one song with Nicki Minaj. They went to like number three. Yeah. He went a, a song called "Stupid" with Bobby Schmurda. I think he's he's still incarcerated. Yeah. Yeah. He's supposed to be coming out like in two years or something like that. Man. Mm-hmm. And wow. how many years she's in? Two years. Two years, I, I believe he's supposed to be coming out. Yeah. Dang, he's not on Spotify? Like, am I spelling his name wrong? Who's 69? No, I think they took it's his like stuff off. Like, the number 6IX91. Oh, oh, it's, it's Takashi's not in the name. Okay, so he oh. he has... Oh, he got, he got like... Okay, it looks like he got two projects and some singles. Thank God. Now I want to listen to it. I've never heard any of it. I've only heard like uh, one in passing, but I never uh, listened to any of his music like that. That's that's yeah. wild, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the most random thing because like usually guys like him, you like everybody's like, oh yeah, he's not really, he's not. We know, but he he's really making some moves and like, like he's paying for it at least, funding stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It, this is maybe this is something that you can speak to. Obviously, it's something you can speak to, Sir John Lee. But you know, your you know up and coming artist or you know, and you're you're trying to make your your rise to the top. Uh, you know, and in, and in his case, he was on like a mercurial rise. Like that means like he was shooting up fast, right? Yeah. Uh, and so you got a bunch of yes men all of a sudden, you know, or you got a bunch of people coming around saying, "Hey man, hey man, you know, I, I can do this. I'm I'm good at I'm skilled at this, or I can get you into this club, you know, to, excuse me to perform, or I can get you, you know, signed by this record label, you know, blah blah blah." And so all of a sudden, you have a bunch of people around you who aren't maybe necessarily looking out for your well-being or what you should be doing or if you're in or you know if you're in a gang obviously you know you have a bunch of people around you who may not be there for your well-being so you know you're not seeing 
the obvious consequences of what you're doing in the moment. Or you just yeah. think you bought that life. What is it? I don't know. I mean, if you got, like, I remember watching this interview with 50 Cent and, like, he was talking about his issues with Prem. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, he, he basically said uh, he was never afraid of him because he just, he only had the money to fund this stuff. He wasn't really, like, the streeter, the street killer or whatever he said the young dudes didn't respect that like the young dudes like the the workers you know so i mean like i guess money gets you gives you that pride man (laughs) yeah i guess when you got money to fund all this stuff like it's like it don't matter they got me like because i because i saw a clip (coughs) earlier today where he's like oh nobody could touch me nobody could touch me i'm like dang he didn't got touched and, and suppose, yeah. supposedly, when he did get touched, it was people from his camp. Yeah. Like, when he got kidnapped and robbed and stuff, it was, like, uh-huh. his people. Damn. Wow. You know, I mean, I know I know that wasn't he, like, banned from, or he wasn't banned, but I remember uh, he was, like, apparently scared to go to Houston um, because, you know, there was some people there who was... Jay Prince Jr. Yeah, yeah. His people. Because they had, they had threatened him to come to Houston and then obviously some other places. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think just, I think that he, you know, maybe it's a situation. He saw the fame. He saw the fortune. You know, he saw the names and the likes and the views and all this other stuff. And that went to his head without him, you know, thinking, uh, uh, you know, consciously in the moment. But... You know, also maybe all of the hair dye and the uh, you know <laughs> tattoos on his face and everything else went to the brain, right? Messed up his brain. Damn. You know, I don't know. It's a sad situation, but man, hey, you know this is—he's a cautionary tale. You know, everybody look at him and say, "Okay, I won't do that." You know, yeah. or I, I maybe don't I'll do something. That's gonna happen. But <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna say, too. I was gonna say on top of that though, there's still gonna be so many more people who are like, "I'm gonna do that." Yeah, because you know you would trade there. I guess there's some people who out there who would probably trade you know three, four, five years of like crazy fame and stardom, and then just to flame out or uh, or you know maybe something else like that, rather than grinding and not getting there ever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the crazy yep. dichotomy that that some people live with. It's wild. That's that's wild. Yeah. Well, that's it for where the what's that segment called? See, it's so brand new. What's really going on in the streets? Going on in these streets, man. I can't call it. That was wild. I don't know nothing about none of that stuff. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. All right, Sir John Lee. Before we get to tap that love box, why don't you tell everybody, uh, you know, about the city, about uh, what you got going on, where to find you, all that jazz, and shout outs and whatnot. Okay, for sure. So right now we got the city. That's the single that's out right now. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music, iTunes. It's on Audio Mac. It's on Bandcamp. You can find it anywhere, uh, wherever you choose to stream or download music. You'll find it. Um, you could find, excuse me. You can find me at at Sir John Lee on everything, and then also. Check out courtofwolves.com. That's where you could get all the merch that matches the music. 
and uh, check out Court of Wolves on Instagram, Twitter, and all that good stuff as well. Yes, indeed. That's dope. That's dope. Thank you for that. Appreciate you being on the first part of the show, but you know what time it is. Yes, indeed. Jay, cue that music. You know, let's tell everybody to reach on back all the way around as far as they can and tap that love box. Mm. So, if y'all think that 21 Savage, when he talk about he riding with guns, he's really talking about his muskets, tap your love box. <laughs> tap your love box. Hey. Fish and chips. <laughs> oh, man. Fish and chips. Jesus. Oh, man. Uh, if you think Rachel Dolezal has a place during this Black History Month, Oh man, dang! <laughs> Give him a little high five. <laughs> Give her a high five. And Rachel, Rachel Dolezal was there for the culture, y'all. Come on, now. yeah, she was. <laughs> she just wore a MAGA hat like other people. She she ain't out here like Kanye, you know. She's just trying to be as black as possible with the darkest of tans and the curliest like, and the curliest of hairs. You know, trying trying to support and trying to you know be the leader of the black community. Oh like man! She, she. <laughs> man, wow. Um, if y'all think Takashi Six Nine is gonna live up to his name in prison, tap your oh, oh, oh man! Uh, <laughs> Sixty Nine was a very good year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure, they gonna be singing that too. You got some nice hair, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Show me what the rainbow teeth in that mouth do. Oh, oh man! No, 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 no. Uh, I'm in Takashi. Uh, pipe in, anybody? You can pipe in, Sir John Lee. I'm trying to think of some, I'm thinking some. These are good. These are really good. Uh, if, if you think Sir John Lee should go the Soldier Boy route and create his own cheap Chinese manufactured products, Tepi Love Box. If you would buy, probably, if you would buy those cheap Chinese products, <laughs> Tepi Love Box, because I am entrepreneurial mind mindset. So if if that happens, and, and you would like to buy one, and I put out provide that pre order link, and you would. You know, go for it. Tap that love box, please. Uh, what, pro- what product would you put your name on? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like probably some speakers <laughs> or something. You know, Soldier Boy got the AirPods now. Soldier Pods. Oh, that's true. Oh, we got it off of Alibaba. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all, man. Alibaba is crazy, man. They they're they're basically the Amazon of the rest of the world. Like it's nuts. It's nuts. Man, yeah, you definitely got him on it. All that bulk you could buy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. Oh, you know what, man? You could call it the Wolf Box. You know the what I'm saying? Box. The Wolf Box gaming system have a whole bunch of ROMs and emulators on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you playing like the Saturn, the Neo Geo. You're playing all those. It's gonna have Cyberpunk 2077 on it. Ooh, that's out. That game looks really good, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really good. Don't wait for that. Wow, wow, wow. Let's see here. Um, 
if you think Kanye is about to drop something crazy, make the biggest comeback of 2019. Well, he ain't even go nowhere. This council stuff is fake. Tap your love box up. <laughs> cancel stuff is fake. Is that what you think? I don't think it works. You're I don't. Right. I mean, I don't. I don't think. I think in in concept, like people have the right, you know, outrage, like you know, they rightfully so, you know, express your opinion. But like, you can't cancel a person. Like, it's kind of hard to do. Somebody's gonna love them somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. True. Like, so true. I mean, you still have, you know, women, uh, you know, showing up to R. Kelly's concerts right now. Exactly. Uh, given his situation. That's that's weird. You know, he's not officially canceled by everybody. Just some people. Now, we need to get him out of here. If if you agree that R. Kelly rightfully so should be canceled, tap your love box. He has to go. (laughs) Now, he has to go. I know it's hard. I know we everybody want to listen to Chocolate Factory, but he Dang. that guy he gotta go. <laughs> he gotta go. You know, Chocolate Fair Factory. You know, gonna get some poop poop. Gonna get some pee pee. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, there's nothing quite like it. You know what I'm saying? Like who? But but this is the thing. Like if R. Kelly goes, then then who's who's gonna take his place, y'all? We need somebody else to fill that. Jacquees, you know, man. Uh, I guess he is the king of R&B. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about yeah, Jacquees. I mean, we still got Keith Sweat. <laughs> we still got. We still got Tank. We still got Tyrese. We got Genuine. We got. Uh, it's a. It's a lot. I mean, but dang, I know that catalog is amazing. I can't. We got Soldier Boy though. Soldier so Boy, Draco, Soldier. Big Draco. Y'all know. Y'all don't remember that Soldier Girl song he made, do y'all? Da, 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 soldier girl. Oh man! Yeah, kiss me through the phone. Kiss me through the phone. Da, 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 da. I don't know. <laughs> you don't have to sing it. I don't think that's the, the tune. That, that was, that's my take on it. <laughs> that's my interpretation. <laughs> oh. Wow. Okay. Okay. That, that's true. Maybe we do need to get rid of R. Kelly. Get him up out of here. Push him up out the paint. Yeah, he, he gotta go. Yeah, wow. Rachel Dole, yeah. If you if you think you would have a dope rap diss track that talks about your past exes, like Joe, like not Joe Button, but like the game did, tap your love box. Because mm-hmm. I want to hear these rap diss tracks and call out all these exes. I want to hear it destroying their lives, killing happy. We're in an interesting uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. Speaking <laughs> of interesting times, if you think Janet Jackson's nipples during the Super Bowl were a lot better than Adam Levine's, oh. tap your little box. I thought I saw a hashtag Blackout Podcast tattoo on his belly, but maybe I was wrong. Probably right. <laughs> he had a lot of stuff. No, but yeah, the the, the uh, for me for sure that was that was much better. How I was how was it the the, the Super Bowl, the halftime show. Oh, the halftime show! Uh, I didn't watch it. It was good. Um, uh, you know, they had uh, Adam Levine, Travis Scott, uh, Big Boy showed up as well. Uh, from my, I heard he killed it. Yeah, yeah. He sold the show. He did, and he he and he actually 
uh, stole the show in another way because he had this huge fur coat on. And then, of course, you know, the people who said that we're animal racist uh, came out and, uh, you know, dogged him out for wearing a fur coat. PETA. Man, PETA kills dogs, though. Like, right? I can't stand PETA. Uh, that's research. That's what they call it. That's research. Nah, nah. He, he did well. And then, uh, you know, Travis Scott... Uh, came out uh, singing sicko mode and had sort of like a SpongeBob uh, thing that started it off. So it was pretty funny. Interesting. Um, it was it was a, it was an entertaining halftime I'm sure, but I definitely remember the Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction, and I thought that was I, actually, I remember it clearly. Yo, if you missed the Super Bowl because you thought we was all boycotting Tapula Box, speaking of, no, I, I legit. I legit thought we was boycotting, like, and then, like, my mom and then and, uh, my sisters were watching. I was like, oh, 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 dang. My, well, my bad. I didn't, okay. <laughs> y'all to tell, y'all to know, baby. <laughs> yeah, nobody told me. Oh, it's over. Hey, had they already, like, eaten all the food by that time, too? Nah, nah, they were, they, they, they were into it, but. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice. I was like, oh. That's great. That's great. Wow. I mean, if I would have known, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just in solidarity. <laughs> nah, but Don't worry. I, I just didn't watch it because I'm not into football, though. I wasn't boycotting. I, I'm just not into it. But I thought everybody was, though, uh, boycotting. Yeah. Yeah, nah. I think... I mean, if you boycotted it, just let's just say you didn't miss anything because it was a terrible Super Bowl. The most, the, probably like the most boring Super Bowl that I mean in the past twenty years at least. Mm. So, so yeah. I'd say it was yeah. it was terrible. You ain't missed nothing. You saved your four hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a wrestling guy and a casual NBA guy. I don't really keep up with football like that too much. They had halftime wrestling, though, I believe. Oh, dang, I missed that, too. I got to go back and watch that. Yeah, yeah. They had some halftime wrestling pop up. I remember back in the day, one of my friends, um, when we watched Super Bowl at his house, he'd have halftime Halo. We'd play Halo at halftime. Mm. So that was Oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. I missed those days. Yes, indeed. Anyway, what else? You think the Super Bowl would have been better as the Chiefs versus Saints? Tappy Love Box. That's what I was going Yeah, same. Yeah. LA, LA got in, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. I missed it, though. I missed it. I missed the chance to root for the home team. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. That's, Don't worry. That's, that's the only reason I haven't been in football, because we didn't have a team for the longest. They're like, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's neither here nor there. Like I said... Like I said, you didn't miss anything. It was just like y'all didn't have a team again. That's how bad they were. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's. I mean, to be honest, that's how bad their offense was. The defense was great. Their offense was terrible. Like, they couldn't put anything together, man. So, you know, it's... it's what was the score? 16-3? <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 13-3. Let's see. 13 to 3. Yeah, it was 13 to 3. Yeah. It was the lowest scoring Super Bowl ever. And you have two teams that are fairly high scoring teams. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, you saved your four hours if you boycotted. But 
pass that now. So, wow. What else we got? What else we got? Is that it? I don't know. I'm tapped out. I'm tapped out. We tapped out. All right. Well, uh, yeah, man. Uh, So, hey, Sir John Lee, thank you so very much for being on the show. Always appreciate it. Love your perspective. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me on again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, love your perspective. Love your new music. If you guys haven't heard it, you know, obviously listen to the beginning of this, but go somewhere, buy that music, download it, you know, spin it, stream it. Support Uh, black businesses. Or black. (laughs) Speaking of black businesses, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Oh, yeah. That's right. Shrubs and Spices. That's that family business right there. Hooks, Rubs, and Spices is doing some big things. If y'all saw any of their posts around Super Bowl, uh, you saw some uh, very yummy brisket, as well as some chicken, as well as some ribs, all some good stuff coming around. Hooks, Rubs, and Spices is doing it big. And they got a couple of collaborations. One collaboration. Landman Grills, Landman Smokers. That's Landman with two N's on the end. Uh, mm-hmm. Go check them out. That's one of the companies that support Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. And also, um, also Thermalworks Thermometers. They're the best and most accurate thermometers in the world. If you go to hooksrubs.business.site, uh, there's a link on there, one. Uh, to get yourself some hooks rub and two uh, there's a link to go on the Thermalworks page to get you one of their dot thermometers I'm telling you whether you are grilling food whether you are cooking something in the oven baking trying to make candy trying to frequency and uh, uh, fry stuff trying to take your own temperature those thermometers are the <laughs> what hey hey you know Put those thermometers anywhere. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) and check them out and support black businesses. And Jay, why don't you tell the people where to find us? All right, you can hit us up Twitter, Instagram, hashtag Blackout Pod, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Anchor, uh, even YouTube. So you could also email us hashtag BlackoutPod at gmail.com, 3853 BLAKPC. It's where you could uh, send us a voicemail. And if you are serious about playing on your soldier console, if you ever got one, you can hit up bossboxes.shop and hit out Blackout 10 in the checkout to get 10% off a Boss Box subscription to where you could uh, have ga- gaming accessories for your for your soldier console and, and get snacks and energy drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's about it. And of course, like uh, Jared said, hit up Etsy, get yourself some hooks, rubs, and spices. Maybe you'll see them next year during the uh, Super Bowl halftime commercials. Yeah, that'll be the, if he, that'll be the if thing. Hooks, rubs, and spices got to make a few million to make that happen, though. <laughs> so tell your friends. It'll come. It'll come. You'll yes, be there in like Super Bowl, Super Bowl uh, 70. Whoa, hey, not that long. Not, oh, not that long. Okay, Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where are we at? <laughs> We're like 53. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, yo, thank you once again, Sir John Lee. Thank you guys again. Thank you, guys. Thank you people, for listening. And we are blacking out.